All right. Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. I am blessed to have a producer and artist, James Worthy. How are you doing, James? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Can't complain. Yes, sir. Uh, can you just kind of get into, uh, you know, some of your upbringing, James, and, uh, you know, how eventually you got started with music? Uh, well, I'm, I'm from Queens, New York. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm more of a up north guy. Uh, started doing music pretty young, uh, around age seven or eight. Uh, my parents weren't really too much into music as far as uh, crafting it, but my dad was a uh, musician, so uh, he mostly played drums, percussion, that sort of thing. So I kind of got the early music ear from that. And mm-hmm. as time went on, um, I was just kind of a, a nerdy music kind of kid. So I just love listening to different genres and, and researching musicians and writers and producers and, you know, just trying to see what would interest me the most and go from there. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you've been blessed to, you know, work along with uh, numerous people. Who were some uh, people that you were most proud to produce for or just work with as an artist? That's always a hard question because, uh, you know, I love everybody that I've gotten mm-hmm. a chance to work with. Which the uh, the cool thing has been, I've I've gotten to work with people that I've grew up listening to and and were mm-hmm. fans of already. So that was a blessing in itself. But um, you know, if I really had to choose, uh, you know, really enjoyed working with uh, you know, Bobby Brown, uh, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, uh, Pusha T, Future, Truth Hurts. I mean, the list goes on. Wow, absolutely. And uh, I believe as well, you you worked with uh, Fetty Wap, T-Pain. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, the list is, is uh, very extensive and, you know, uh, definitely major congratulations. And, and you know, I know the, the future holds so much for you with, uh, you know, music and, and any endeavor that you're going to touch. Much love. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. You're welcome. And uh, what is your like solid advice for somebody who says, hey, you know what? I want to be a producer. Or, hey, I want to be an artist. Like, what is your top advice to them that they, they have to do these things if they really want to get into this craft and not only get into it, but they want to excel? Well, it, it really all comes down to who you want to be in the, in the business. So, mm-hmm. you know, for example, I always tell artists and producers, there's a big pool of people who do the same thing that you do. So you have to really take an account of, okay, what is my brand going to represent? What is my sound going to be? What is going to be my niche to where it sets me apart from everyone else? And even though that's not an easy thing to do, you really have to hone in on that because, again, we're all in the shuffle. So uh, people's attention spans are very thin and uh, things are moving at a rapid pace. So you got to keep up the consistency uh, and figure out you know, what your plan of action would be, you know, everything has to be executed a certain way. So figuring out what would be your demographic, what would be your audience to cater to your style of music or your production and really find an artist that you believe in and make that artist pop. Uh, Cause sometimes, you know, with the placement game, you can send out records here and there seeing who bites but that's not always guaranteed so i always recommend a new producer or musician to find an artist they enjoy working with and continue to grow with them absolutely and um you know throughout your journey you know as we touched on a few moments ago you had so many uh you've been around so many big names and uh you you as yourself is is respected as as a elite producer um 
what would you say throughout your entire journey with music? What was your proudest moment? Like you just, you were just in awe, like you couldn't believe that it happened. Like what, what was the mo- moment that just meant the most to you that you had to work so hard to get? Um, I mean, I've had a lot of moments, uh, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, just, just really working with the people that I really, really wanted to work with. That was first and foremost, but I would probably right. say like, being nominated for a Grammy, I thought that was really, wow. really significant. Um, you know, not not a lot of people can achieve that. You know what I mean? So that's um that's a blessing in itself. So just just really taking that moment and continuing to keep going and keep being consistent. That's that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, you know, not many people can say they've, uh, you know, been nominated or, or won uh, such a uh, prestigious award. And, you know, it's just uh, really an attribute to, to your work ethic and, you know, the amount of sacrifices you make. And, uh, you know, it's it's just amazing to see, you know. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Y- yes, sir. And uh, with, you know, uh, you know, some of your acting and, and you've been on television, kind of touch on that. Um, you know, the, with with the television appearances, um, mm-hmm. a lot of those came out of the blue. Like, uh, right. for example, I was on a show called From the Bottom Up on BET. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was working with um, uh, an artist by the name of Sarah Stokes, who was from Making a Band. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we were working on her project, and we had a single out that I produced called Sneak Peek, which featured uh, Babs Bunny from Making a Band as well. And mm-hmm. on that TV show, on uh, from the bottom up, it was more so just kind of telling her story about her life and you know her family and what she was currently doing um, in her career. And of course, the music part was shown of us working in the studio together and crafting sneak peek. So um, mm-hmm. I wanted to do that just to kind of shed light on the song, but just to kind of have see people uh, see me in the element on mainstream television which was great um so that just kind of came out of the blue because i never really planned for it they just called me one day and say hey we need you to come to the studio and film for an episode and i said Mm -hmm. cool sure no problem and a lot of that came to other networks um you know i've been on you know vh1 before i've done Chris Lee Knows Best before, I've done Love and Hip Hop before, you know, just tons of different things just to keep the relevancy, uh, but on the music side. Absolutely. And um, we'll, we'll touch here, uh, you know, we'll, we're going to touch here on a, on a song, Wine For Me, um, that was number 10 on the Billboard Hot Singles. I mean, talk about what that meant. And, uh, you know, obviously Billboard, it's, it's very rare someone can get on there. And then not only to get on there, but you get to, to the top 10. I mean, what did that mean to you? Man, that was crazy. It, it actually is an interesting story because this was about three years ago. And at the time, um, I was in a group, which was called Kings mm-hmm. Times 2, um, Kings X2, uh, myself and another gentleman by the name of International Nova. And um, at the time, you know, we really didn't know really what we were doing. Like, it was just more of a trial and error type of thing. I really didn't mm-hmm. uh, get into the artist realm uh, before then. It was more so me just kind of demoing songs for people here and there. And he was just one of those people to where I demoed a couple hooks for. And then that turned into us uh, just continuing to record more and more. And Wine For Me came about 
And once we did the song, it was hot that I'm like, well, we need to do something with it. And he kind of suggests the idea of, well, why don't we put out this song as a single that turned into us coming as a group. And once we released the song uh, about three weeks later, it uh, hit Billboard, which was amazing. Wow. Right. Absolutely. And, um, you know, throughout your journey, James, uh, I'm sure you've you've gained so much wisdom and, and knowledge and insight. But if there was one thing that that sticks out most in your mind that you learned, what did you learn most throughout your journey? And, and obviously you're going to continue to learn. But uh, what is one thing that just, you know, you, you have to like that, that you just can't stop thinking of that you that it was so important that, that you learned that throughout your music journey? To really take my time with things, mm-hmm. um, not and and I'm I'm a, I'm a perfectionist, but I mm-hmm. think that sometimes when you try to perfect things too much, it clouds your judgment. So I really have to learn that, uh, and really just figure out who I really really wanted my brand to represent. And what I mean by that right. is, you know, I have two different sides to me you know a lot uh know me for being the product the producer and the songwriter and then a lot of people of as new fans know me as the artist so now right it's more so colliding those two worlds together but i had to realize that i have to use both those worlds in the right ways because you know i would never want someone to get confused or, you know, think that I'm doing things for the wrong reasons. You know, everything to me is about creativity, um, authenticity, and just doing what I love to do. You know, it really has no boundaries. So, you know, all those factors play a part when crafting songs. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we touched on, um, you know, probably what was the most important thing you learned. Uh, who was the person that you got to work with that you learned the most from? Like someone that was just such an over over an abundant uh, amount of knowledge that they that they gave to you. Who was that? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Um, there's been a lot of artists that have given me great advice and wisdom. Mm hmm. It's hard to pinpoint just one, but I mean, um, you know, I've had conversations, you know, with Drake before. I've had wow. conversations, um, you know, with Quincy Jones before, like, you know, people who mm-hmm. who really have done, you know, uh, right. some of the things that, you know, I want to achieve. And just those conversations really helped me uh, know where to go from here. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just looking back on, on your journey, it, obviously, as we touched on, it's, it's been so extensive. And, and, you know, just with who you've been able to be around from current people to, to legendary people. And, uh, you know, uh, what was a roadblock that, that you had to that you had to overcome throughout your music career where you just thought, man, I can't get past it or, or this problem isn't going to go away. But you were able to face adversity and persevere. What would you say is a, one, one problem that really comes to mind that you just. Uh, you, you thought you couldn't get past, but eventually you, you persevered and you conquered. Well, in the beginning, it was more so a thing of people were like pushing me to the side because I didn't make what was popular at the time or they didn't really understand mm-hmm. what I wanted to do sonically or musically. And that was a frustrating thing. And it was hard to, uh, you know, place certain records with certain artists because it wasn't what was the normal. In which I've mm-hmm. done that, but, you know, I've never been one of those 
people to follow trends or just make or remake what's already been done. I'm, I've always been more so a trendsetter and just kind of making my own way and my own sound. And um, of course, you always, you know, rebrand yourself and, you know, reinvent. And I'm a, you know, firm stickler for that. But in the beginning, you know, it was definitely difficult, you know, just trying to get your foot in the door and, and make people believe that, you know, your your um, quality of work is worth having. You know what I mean? And and that goes for anybody. It's always harder in the beginning, mm-hmm. but the more you do it and the more consistent you are and, and the more networking you do and create relationships, you know, something will stick. Absolutely. And uh, you, you touched on a key point there. Uh, t- get get a little deeper into the, the importance of networking and building connections and having a, a, a you know, great team, great people around you. How important is that? And a team is, is everything, you know, they're your backbone. If you don't really have a team, then, you know, all of those responsibilities and all of those uh, key elements to keep you going fall back on you. And, you know, it's impossible right. to do everything on your own. So a team is, uh, essential to keeping your brand relevant and and putting you in the right places and getting you the right situations and, you know, keeping you motivated and creative to continue to work and, and work with whoever you need to work with or, or do whatever you need to do. Cause if you're, if you don't have it, you know, you're just going to be stuck. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we touched on, you know, so many people that you worked with and, uh, you know, the list really just goes on and on. If there was one person, though, that you hadn't got a chance to work with and, and you really, really want to work with them, who is that person, James? Who is that person that you want to work with? Hmm. Definitely uh, Frank Ocean, Kanye, mm-hmm. um, Erica Badu, Sia, um, Outkast, if they ever get back together. Um, right, the, one, one of, of the greatest, greatest ever. Uh, right, thousand. That's you know timeless. Oh my gosh, legendary! Um, I mean, right. there's so many different artists. You know, I'm fans of a lot of artists. Uh, Chris Brown. I haven't worked with Chris yet. Would love to work with him. Um, yeah. I mean, there's tons of them. Absolutely. And um, it, what can we expect to see from you in the near future, James? Like, what are some things you're, you're working on? What can we see come to fruition? Uh, you know, what can we expect to see from you here in the near future? And obviously, you know, we're in this epidemic and things of that nature. But what can we expect when things get back to normal? Uh, definitely expect a lot more music from me. Um, I'm going to be mm-hmm. working on my debut album. So right now the focus is Kaleidoscopes, which is my sophomore EP which is doing amazing right now. Um, thank you for everybody mm-hmm. uh, supporting the project. And, uh, you know, you'll see me touring. You'll see uh, a lot more uh, visuals from me, collaborations, <laughs> uh, just continuing to grow the bigger than ever. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, um, you know, what is what is your message during this time? You know, obviously, uh, you know, people are really going through it. It's a tough time. What is your message of encouragement, your words of advice, uh, you know, for people just to, hey, you know what? Hang in there. We're going to prevail. Just got to stay uplifted, stay motivated, stay mm-hmm. creative. You know, now is the time to uh, reflect on what you've already <laughs> done and what you want to do and how you're going to execute your steps to get to those goals. 
And now is a perfect time right. to really sit down with that and, and put the plan together to put it in motion. And, you know, you don't have to wait for it. You can do it now, even though some things are prohibited um, at this moment, just plan for it. So when that green light comes back on, you get to go. Absolutely. And we'll go off topic here just for a moment and then we'll get back into things, James. Um, recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. What is your message, James, to speak out and use your voice in this platform to? You know, uh, so, James, what is your message on bullying to speak out against bullying? Well, it's, that's a, a tough topic because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of cyberbullying going on. Right. Um, of course, a lot of, um, you know, physical bullying as well. And you know, there's a lot of self-esteem that's being lost that Mm -hmm. I'm seeing nowadays because, you know, people are just losing hope in themselves. They don't know who they're, who they are yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And people take advantage of that. You know, like people feel inferior because they feel uh, maybe that person isn't as strong as them mentally or physically. And, you know, I just like to, uh, reiterate to people that no matter what anyone says to you of what you can't do or what you can do or whatever the obstacles are mm-hmm. just know that anything, anything is possible so you know whether it's bullying that's going on it's just an insecurity within that person and I, you know sometimes it takes a long time to realize that but once you do nothing can phase you Absolutely. Very well said. And, you know, I appreciate you taking some time just to put put across your message and, uh, you know, against bullying. We'll we'll get back into topic here, though, James. Uh, What, you know, obviously there's so many amazing producers in the history of music. But if you could say one, who is your favorite that just sticks out above above all else? Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm. Definitely Quincy Jones. Mm -hmm. He's he's at the top. Timberland, Organized Noise, Pharrell, oh man, um, I mean, Swiss Beats, Max Martin, Diplo, Dr. Luke. Absolutely. Uh, so, so, so many. Yeah. Right. And, and for your, um, your favorite artist of all time, just your, your personal, uh, who, who is your favorite? Of all time, definitely Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Right. And I agree. Definitely. A lot of people uh, might have gave a different answer for that one if they didn't really think it through. But I don't think anybody was a bigger superstar than MJ. And I don't think anyone could could, uh, you know, even yeah, closely I, argue I don't that think anybody can top that. At right. All. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, basically, in these last few minutes, uh, as we get ready to conclude, James, uh, I'll pass it over to you. If we didn't touch about if we didn't talk about anything that you wanted to touch on or anything that you're working on in the future, any last words of encouragement, James, that you have for the youth? Uh, can, can you just touch on that in this moment? Anything that you want to talk about while you're on this podcast? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. any new musicians, you know, whether you're a producer, a songwriter or an artist, mm-hmm. um, just keep in mind that do it for the right reasons. Do it because you love it do it because it's a passion of yours and do it because you want to make a difference in this business versus Mm -hmm. you want a dollar from it and don't get me wrong we all have to survive and we all Mm -hmm. have to uh pay our bills but that shouldn't be the only reason you're doing what you're doing 
and right. also to um, continue to come up with new innovative innovative ways and creative ways to make music. You know, we're in a time where the creativity is at an all-time high. You know, people mm-hmm. are infusing so many different things in music to where we can't even classify what it is anymore. Or mm-hmm. we can't put it in a certain category. And that comes from boundless creativity. You know what I mean? Right. So keep that going. It's up to the to the newer generation to continue to give new is you know new ways of how to do business you know we're in the digital era now so what's a new way of uh, consumers you know how can people get to your your music faster or how can they consume it a different way how can you get paid off your music a different way what is the ownership going to look like all of these things are contingent upon the youth absolutely and um can you touch on Lastly here, can you touch on, um, you know, basically uh, an artist, uh, you know, say they are, uh, you know, working with somebody and, you know, what is the importance of being able to take good constructive criticism from people that are in the game and and that, you know, know what they're doing? Talk about the importance of that being coachable in the industry. Well, yeah, you got to have thick skin. You got Mm -hmm. to understand this is a business and a lot of times uh, people don't really value opinions they don't really value your personal feelings it's about making the return and making the money back from what they've Mm -hmm. invested in you so a lot of times you can't take it personal and if you do you have to do it in the comfort of your own space and if that isn't possible then the business may not be for you so you just have to play it right you know you you don't want to uh, come across as you know um, someone who's just emotional all the time or bitter all the time you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of horror stories that go on in the industry but of course you don't want to be one of them but if you are you just got to take it with a grain of salt you know that's just right. the business but you have to plan accordingly Absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, thank you so much, um, you know, James Worthy for coming on here tonight on the podcast. And, uh, you know, you really uh, allowed for a lot of insight and a lot of knowledge that that you possess, you know, to to come across the podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to help a lot of the the youth and just people in, in the in the industry and or looking to get into, you know, the music industry. Uh, just let people know where they can find you and where they can keep in touch with you. Most definitely. And uh, thank you for having me on your podcast as well. Yes, sir. Um, absolutely. You can follow me on all social media platforms at King James Worthy, all one word. And uh, yeah, let's connect. All right. And, uh, you know, just again, thank you so much. You know, your your vast amount of knowledge and, and experience in this in this field uh, in the music industry. And, you know, it was just an absolute honor to have you on. And, you know, I look forward to, uh, you know, catching up here in the future. All right. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. All right, you're welcome. Again, this is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. James Worthy, James Worthy, excuse me. Thank you again so much. Peace.